0: Okay, today we're doing episode two of the Recap Fargo. I'm with my friend Stephen Merriweather. How you doing, Stephen? Oh, good. Did you enjoy this episode as much as you did the season premiere? Not as much, but I still enjoyed it. I, I guess not as many people died, so that's not as interesting.
1: Also, less like what the fuck just happened moments.
0: But still, great story, great, great writing, and some good events happen. Yeah, it's a good story. Let's get into it. All right. So, this episode, we are introduced to the henchmen who are a little ahead of Sam Hess and his people who come into town looking for Sam.
1: Don't don't we get introduced to them last episode? Were, did they come in? Like, I thought, because I know they were
0: just driving in on this episode. Did they make a little appearance in this,
1: episode I th- one? I think they made a little appearance. I, I think we saw them talking to their boss. Okay. And their boss was like, something's happening. Go check it out.
0: Okay. Did Were we aware that one of them was deaf?
1: No. Plot twist, I don't think he is deaf. No. I think it's just their, like, psychological mind tricks on the people that they kill.
0: Just kind of freaks them out and want to get them a little agitated, like, what the fuck are you doing with
1: this guy kind of thing? Exactly. Huh. But I don't know. He he. The the TV show makes it seem like he's deaf. I, I don't think we learned that last episode. I think we learned that this episode.
0: Uh, all right. That is, that's a little plot twist, that he isn't really deaf. I I didn't even consider that, but I'll, I'll put that I, down. I just think
1: these guys, like thrive on manipulating both physically, emotionally, and mentally the people who they're after. And so I wouldn't be surprised. Okay.
0: I don't know what effect that has on you psychologically, but it definitely has something, but just how big of an effect is it?
1: Well, remember, if, you, if, we, f- if we go forward a little bit, they're at the strip club, and they're like talking to each other, and the guy who they end up killing doesn't assume anything of them because they're they're like he was like are you from the circus or something Mm -hmm. I I think it's a way to like disarm people okay but anyway so so they show up they're driving to wherever they are in Minnesota I think they're in uh you remember what the city is what city they're in in Minnesota it's not
0: Fargo, is it? Because that's the boss.
1: No, it's it's not Fargo. They they reference it a few times. I can't yeah. remember. Uh, the two guys are driving to Minnesota to figure out what happened to Sam Hess. They show up to his workplace, and uh, the first person they talk to says, "You need to talk to Max Gold. He's on the way." Right. All right. Max Gold gets there and uh, basically tells him that Sam Hess was stabbed in the back of the head and that they need to find out who did it. Do you remember at the very beginning when Max Gold is sort of talking to him and, and asking them to find out who did it? He got a little teary up. He sort he was, was sad that his friend Sam Hess died. Oh, yeah, that's his partner. He's like, yeah, that's my boy.
0: He says he's not a perfect I mean, he, gentleman, but that's my man.
1: You know, you would think that if you're um, racist, you don't have any emotions in you at all. But I guess you do. That's interesting. <laughs> Even racists can be sad. Oh yeah. Oh, Takeaway yeah. of the episode. <clears throat> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, all right. And then after they make a little visit, they tell him obviously, you know, Malvoy, he came to visit.
1: So they don't know who he is. They just know that some guy came. He was about six feet tall, brown hair, and he had a cut on his head, on his like forehead. Yeah. Um, and they suspect that that's who actually killed Sam Haas. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you, I was sort of thinking that this whole episode was gonna be about these guys trying to find Malvo and, and sort of rampaging the town. But in fact it sort of goes back and forth yeah it's on on one side it's about these two sort of uh gangsters or whatever trying to find malvo but then on the other side it's what's happening with lester Nygaard.
0: right oh i did you you know the scene right before the officer showed up and he was like crying with his wife what was that was the most awkward weeping
1: I think what he was trying to do was he knows at some point he's gonna have to fake tears yeah. for his wife's death. And he was practicing. He was holding her old clothes yeah. and like trying to get himself to cry. Oh. And it, it was it did not sound normal. No. I think it's okay because I, I don't think he's normal. <laughs> <laughs> I think no matter what noises come out of his mouth, <laughs> everyone in town is gonna just gonna be like, Well, oh, that's Lester <laughs>
0: We need to have – you think they're going to show any flashbacks of young Lester? Maybe. Because the fact that the new Chief is just like – Lester is kind of such a pussy. Like, why are you even considering Lester? Like, stop talking about Lester. Like, it's Lester Nygaard. Like, it's little (laughs) Lester. Like, I'm like, man,
1: this poor man. One time in second grade, Lester killed a fly, (laughs) and he fainted. Yeah, it's it's like, it's Lester. It's It's Lester. Chill, Molly. It's Lester. (laughs) Um, I'm surprised that they didn't let the new chief um, say the N-word.
0: Oh, he was about to.
1: He was (laughs) about to.
0: (laughs) He just, with any regards, his nickname was Lester. (laughs) Like, man, there's no one in Minnesota gives a fuck, huh? Uh. Um, So,
1: so you have the old Chief uh, Chief Thurman and um, his, like, right-hand gal was off of Somali and... You know, Officer Molly is trying to avenge her chief's death. And so she is convinced that Lexter had something to do with it. Turns out she's right. Huh. The the new chief, I don't even remember his name. Uh, Bill Oswald. Chief, chief Oswald can't tell a shoe from his own <laughs> boot or whatever that, whatever that was. Uh, can't, can't tell a sock from his from his shoe or something. Um, he's clueless.
0: Hmm.
1: Not only is he clueless, but he is really enjoying being chief. Do you remember that scene when he was like rearranging his office? Oh yeah,
0: just already taking up like man, the man just died, taking his name yeah, off the office. I think
1: this is a little too soon. God. He's over like now, move it over an inch. The no, little move it over an inch. He has Perfect. the classic
0: talking bass fish, you know, the little one that
1: flops on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, and 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 so so one of the sort of plot things that I'm looking uh, I'm sort of putting away in the back of my head is Lester keeps saying that he hasn't seen Sam Hest uh, since high school why? 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 it's a small town that's such a easily provable falsehood and <clears throat> there's going to be this huge target on his back if that ever gets found out i i not to mention like officer molly is already on to him but like i don't understand why you you have to say that
0: it it made like, no if you're sense you're trying to get away with a crime you yeah. don't say that and he had a good story when he was saying like i had a concussion things are blurry but like if you're gonna say i'd never like that's the main the main key guy i haven't seen him since high school you're a 40 year old man in 20 years living in this town you never came across There's him. like
1: 100 people in the town that's what,
0: and you never came across and then the fact that they're like oh i didn't know him but he bullied me
1: like come on man you're just uh. let's back up a second so uh pretty early on in the show you have officer molly and the new chief um Officer Raleigh is insistent on asking Lester some questions. And so they show up at Lester's residence, and Lester's sort of fumbling through his answers. He's mm. he, he killed his wife, he got the chief killed, he faked his own injury, and so he probably has a guilty conscience or or whatnot. But so they're talking to the to officer, to the new chief, and the officer Molly, and he's sort of fumbling through his words. And at some point, he's like, "I have a concussion. Like I had a concussion. I don't remember much." And the new chief is like, "Yeah, Molly. He he doesn't remember much. We should leave him alone." And did you see Lester's face? He smiles so hard, like he just found his like getaway car. And then ever since then, he's just been like. Concussion, I don't remember. Concussion, concussion, I don't remember. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. He was trying different things, he finally found something that stuck and he you could see the smile on his face because <laughs> he was so happy knowing that he, he just found it. Like, like we said, the episode flips flops back and forth with Officer Molly sort of interviewing Lester and Lester trying to get away with his crime and then the two thugs trying to find Malvo. Yeah. And so they show up at the strip club that Sam has died. And talk us through what happened there.
0: Oh, all right. They uh, talk to the stripper. They kind of ask her a little bit about, did she see the guy? You know, blah, blah, blah. And she kind of, they point him out to a guy who has a little cut on his forehead, who likes to get a little feisty with people. And then when they go and question him, what does he have? A giant blade. I'm like, they find a guy with a cut on his head, <laughs> likes to get a little angry, agitated with people, and then has a blade. Like, perfect. I, I thought that was gonna be, you know, Lester's ticket to like freedom, to the mobs not coming after him, and boom, they found the guy.
1: Because second takeaway from from this show is if I ever ever if I ever have a cut on my head. <laughs> and two guys come up to me and ask me how I got it. I'm just going to tell the truth. <laughs> I'm not going to play smart because yeah. that guy played smart and he ended up literally in the frozen ocean. That in it, a frozen lake.
0: Love that way to kill a guy. I, I wish I lived in Minnesota because just I didn't think about the blood you can't trace anyway if you want to shoot him cuz you could just let him drown. Or if you did want to shoot him too, like just take him out there and Cut a hole in the middle of a lake and just drop them,
1: like. You you frequently you frequently find yourself in need of drop zones for for bodies. If
0: I did, I'm just saying it would that would be a great option rather than like burning it or what smells or something like Minnesota, Minnesota winter take care of it. So. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. So your your takeaway is. Move to Minnesota just in case.
0: Just in case, you know. They got riots and stuff, you know. If I need to get rid of a body, I know where
1: to go. Wow. And so you, you have this guy who's sitting at the, at the bar of the strip club. He's, he's got brown hair. He's maybe the right height. He's got a little cut on his forehead. He sort of matches the description. He's playing smart. Um, he thinks the two guys are gay and that they're hitting on him. Another just bad move, like just terrible luck for this guy. Um, next scene, he's in the back of he's in the back of the car in the trunk, and they're back to Max Gold, Sam has his lawyer, and they say, "Is this the guy?" Mm. Turns out he's not the guy because he's not Lauren Malvo. Um, and I actually thought I, I, this was sort of stupid, but I thought they were gonna let him go.
0: Yeah, I didn't,
1: but. <laughs> a few scenes later, uh, they pull up to a lake that's frozen over. They they take out a big saw to cut a hole in it. They drag him to the hole, drop his body. He's gone.
0: Yeah, that's all we know of him.
1: That's all we know, and they just keep
0: looking. You know what we kind of missed? What's that? Duluth. Duluth. That's the name. Duluth.
1: No, that's, that's the, the new city. town. That's the new
0: town. Yeah, that's
1: the new town. Oh, that's the that's the new town. You're that's right. the new the town. We, the we we missed that, the, the new town. Yeah. Okay, so Malvo is a hired he's a hired gun. He's a hired hitman. Yeah. He did his thing in the old town. He did he went on he did this little side quest with Lester. And now he's on to the next next big thing. Which apparently has something to do with. So so he shows up in Duluth. What's interesting is he clearly has a boss or like someone that gives him this work. Right. Yeah. He shows up to like the post office.
0: I'm assuming that's how he gets like, who does, who does he talk to his next, next target to talk to?
1: Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought maybe he was like independent. I'm, I'm not sure. He's, he's clearly being directed where to go. He shows up to the post office. He asks for a package. the The guy who runs the post office is like, I need some ID or I can't give it to you. And he's basically like, you can do whatever you want. You don't need ID. And if you ask him again, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) And not so many words. (laughs) And so the guy gives him the package. And inside is a book. Do you remember the title of the book?
0: Uh, It was something Phoenix or King
1: Phoenix, was it? Maybe it was King Phoenix. Yeah. So it was definitely king something yeah.
0: and he's like um, phoenix something about his name is phoenix or something
1: i'm not sure so his his next sort of target i guess like like you said is there's this really rich guy who's like the king of groceries in duluth i, I didn't realize that being like the king of produce you you get so many enemies but
0: yeah, well, man, what do did, I does he specialize in mangoes in the winter, or does he just have a super? Because I'm like, why was it so big a deal that he has mangoes in January?
1: Okay, I think that's how he became the king. is because he imported mangoes in January, and you know, in Minnesota, you know, like there, there's there's a lot of competition for mangoes, yeah. and so you have to cross some people and. And you, you form enemies.
0: He did say, you, "I know you form a lot of enemies." Being the supermarket <laughs> king. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: okay. Let's. I guess that's Minnesota for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: and he has a very special son. We we won't go too far into him, but. He's a-
1: I I think the son has good jokes.
0: Of course you do. No. <laughs> I'm <just> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just <laughs> uh, the the sun is just a little special. That's all.
1: JD, what kind of bone does a dog not eat?
0: I didn't even get that. A trombone.
1: A trombone. Because it's an instrument. You don't eat instruments.
0: You can't. Trip. A dog would literally chew on a trombone, though. That's the thing. Like, it, I don't get it because a dog would just chew on it.
1: But you know what is not the right answer? What? A chicken
0: bone. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> get it. Well, he'll choke on it. You're not supposed to give him a chicken bone. I, I don't get it. I didn't get why he said chicken that bone. you over. You had your head... And the uh, kid, the, the son's dad. Son. Of course, it went, but it wasn't funny. And that was a Malvo joke. That wasn't the son's joke.
1: That was a Malvo joke, but that was some comedic relief from the intensity of the episode.
0: Well, no, he thought he was going to get discovered, so he had to give him a riddle to not get him to, you know, tell him that he was at the dad's shop just the other day.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I didn't
0: even think of that. He came, Yeah, he came with it quick because he knew the riddle would keep him occupied. Because so, he said, hey, you were from the store. And then immediately told the riddle. So he like didn't expand on that.
1: Oh, look at that. Malvo thinking on his feet. I, I didn't even catch that. Good catch. <laughs> I, he is a hitman. He got to be... Good <laughs> catch. Yeah. Good catch. And, and so he's trying to find out. So this this king of produce or whatever... <laughs> King of Mangoes um, <laughs> was basically uh, someone threatened him and, and saying that they were going to steal his money or, or kill him or something and, and wanted money in return. So he hired Malvo, and Malvo's now trying to find who the killer is right. or who this, who this person who, who threatened the King of Mangoes is. And the King of Mangoes says, if you're going to start anywhere, start with my wife. And he has a great quote about uh, his wife. Do you remember?
0: Was it the 50% or she was Greece? Something about her being Greek?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't remember exactly. What was it?
1: I don't remember exactly, but it was something about teeth.
0: Oh, her vagina gets teeth after 40. Yeah,
1: there you go. Um, And... And well, so he goes and, and, and goes to go to question the wife, the wife is living in a gorgeous home. This is just a beautiful home yeah, yeah. Um, And that's when he runs into the sun. He, he ran into the sun at, the sh- at at the grocery store or whatever. He ran into the sun at the home. Um, and so he told the joke. After he left the grocery store, he hopped into a car. It looks like he stole the car. Did you, did you catch Oh, yeah, that? that
0: man unloaded his groceries because that's what he does because he goes from car to car, so you can't really trace him. And, that's what I
1: thought. that's right. Yeah. It looked like he stole the car.
0: Yeah. yeah. And he just hopped in All that right. old man's car who unloaded the groceries, and that was his next vehicle. All
1: right. So, the, the one scene I didn't understand is uh, there's now like a statewide hunt for this person. And, who who killed the the sheriff or uh, who who killed the chief and then who killed these other people. And so there's a scene at the end of the last episode where a cop pulls over Malvoy and Malvoy is like bloodied and sweaty and you can tell he just did something. Um, And Malvo essentially threatens this cop and says like, uh, you know, if, if you wanna go home tonight, see like do you have any family or do you have any children if you want to go home to see them you let me go yeah and the cop let him go um and you see in this episode now there's this statewide hunt for this guy and um this cop who who let malvo go um is given a description of of who the killer is and he recognizes that as malvo Mm -hmm. um and sort of the next scene you see him at home and he's talking to his little girl and his little girl is asking him about bullies and she's like what do you do when a bully has a knife or a gun or is bigger than you like how do you stop them and the dad's like well sometimes you don't do anything because you know life's more important and the daughter's like well i disagree like you should always stop bullies but there's this scene where he's, like, looking out the window or looking in the next bedroom, and his wife or some woman is, like, undressing. Yeah. That, I what, think, what is, What's going on there? I didn't understand that. I think that's just to
0: provide a little just sexual tension for, you know what I mean? It's just, like, comic relief. People need a little sexual relief. And I think that's all that is. Because, he's,
1: like, you, you see him looking at this woman undressing, and then he, they immediately cut to, like, him with his daughter.
0: But then do you not see them make little eyes at each other across the window when they're eating dinner?
1: I do, but I... It doesn't... They don't show him, like, getting up and walking to the room. They just, like, show the little eyes and then, like, next scene.
0: Yeah. I think they're just kind of... I wasn't sure
1: if he was uh, imagining it. So you think it was real, and it was just sort of, like, a scene, and it just moved on.
0: Yeah. To where, like, they might have a little relationship that's just to add some, you know sexual attention to the show. doesn't really have anything to do with the storyline.
1: I That happened, and I didn't really get it, but okay, that makes sense.
0: But that's what, do you remember last episode when I was, say, Colin Hanks? That's who I was talking about. I said... Oh. He was... Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we were introduced uh. to him. Because he's a pretty famous actor, which I don't know if he's going to be around long, knowing that people died depending on how famous they are so same thing i realized a little with with molly when i was seeing molly and her dad towards the end of the episode had a feeling she's about to die honestly
1: i did too especially her dad was like you're meddling and stuff you shouldn't be meddling in Mm -hmm. um so so her her and the new chief went to go talk to lester Lester was like, I have this concussion. And the chief's like, you know, you're right. I don't think it was Lester. I think it was someone else. And he told Molly, Officer Molly, to leave Lester alone. Officer Molly is convinced it was Lester. And so she finds him at like a pharmacy and starts questioning him. And Lester gets really upset and drives away, ends up calling the new chief. And he's like, I'm being harassed. You know, Can you please tell Officer Molly not to harass me? And so the new, uh, the new chief goes to the diner that Molly's dad works at, find Mo- finds Officer Molly there, and um, basically, like, puts the hammer down. Ooh. He says, I'm in charge now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The whole department needs to align around me. You didn't do that, uh-huh. so now you're off the case. And then just walks out.
0: See, I don't think... He doesn't realize by... Because then he's like, I'm doing you a favor. I'm putting you lead on that other case. But he, he doesn't realize that they're connected, and I bet her digging with that other case is oh, why she's going to be dead. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to kill her, because she's going to sh- fucking be digging up all the info and be like, oh, these are connected. and
1: yeah. So season one, episode one, opens with Malvo with a guy in, the, in his trunk, and he's like, doing. gotta do something with this guy. They get, to, they get into an accident, and uh, uh, Malvo escapes, and, and this guy ends up getting out of the trunk, he doesn't have any clothes on, it's Minnesota winter, and so he ends up freezing to death a few hundred yards uh, past the, the wreck. Um, and you see Chief Thurman and Officer Mali sort of go and investigate and see this guy there, Um, and so fast forward back to where we are in episode two, the new chief is like, you're off the case investigating the death of chief Thurman. You're now on the case of this frozen guy in in the frozen desert, which who was killed by Malvo, who is, who killed officer Thurman, who like helped Lester kill his wife. And it's all interconnected. And so I actually think this is Molly's big break. She can now work on this case, and I don't think the new chief is gonna be sort of wise to what she's doing. She's gonna have total freedom, and yeah, she's gonna end up dying.
0: Yeah, poor Molly.
1: I agree. Um, But she's like the only hope for good, so maybe not. Maybe she sticks around as like the hope for good, and she'll continue being the hope for good.
0: Or the Duluth guy who's with the daughter, he one of them is gonna die. I think we definitely need to have a bet on who's gonna die first.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Because one of them is gonna be like the good, you know, and one of them's definitely dying soon. Within two
1: episodes. My, if I had to, if I had to guess, who dies first? It's the Duluth guy. That's my guess.
0: Wow, I wouldn't get because. Just knowing he's a little more famous, I think they may make him, make him a character of the show,
1: and she dies. I just, I can't see... That would be so tragic. If Alfred Somali died, she, that would be so tragic. Like, we like she's Lester. The, she's the embodiment of, like, good soul, good spirit. But Lester's not looking to do bad. Good. Yes, L- he is we skipped over a crucial scene which is he he's now living back in his home where he killed his wife in the basement and he goes down and he still sees his wife's pile of blood in the basement which is like sort of dried into the concrete and he, he walks past it he he then sort of uh, moves his washer or dryer Opens it up in the back and has the murder weapon. Oh, what he did
0: with the murder weapon, I wrote that down. Like, that is genius on him. That is criminal. Oh, my God. I,
1: another thing you're writing down, just in case.
0: Hide the murder weapon.
1: And. <laughs> I mean, yes, you should hide it or, or dispose of it or something, but... I would not... I did not think that he hid it behind the watch.
0: I know. Okay, There, I'm just like, this man knew exactly how to hide his... Tr- Before I'm going to run into the wall, let me hide the murder weapon with my
1: fingers. <laughs> and oh. so I, I think the fact that he killed his wife... He didn't just kill his wife accidentally. It threw mean- like, a fit of rage, he killed his... Okay, like if he if he just like slipped with the, if he had the knife on his hand and like Who slips and hard enough, to... like maybe, <laughs> maybe I... he he said stop talking to me. <laughs> Boom to the head, dead. And then he said, "Oh, in fact, I hate you." And he just kept going, just like how many times did he hit her?
0: Hey, as a, as a psychologist, okay, oh I'm. Oh my god. <laughs> The years, the 20 years Just as a battered woman Okay, we hear all of that. This is a battered man You saw with She won't even buy him nice things Unless, she's like, you're not a good salesman So I won't buy you a nice tie I won't make you good food Because you're not a good man I should have fucking married your husband that, Those emasculate this poor man That's already five foot two
1: I agree, she was abusive That does not give you the right To kill her I'm just saying... I am anti I mean, <laughs>
0: We hear all the times... There's literally shows called Snap when women are abused the whole time and go, give Lester a little break. Because a man that is not of appropriate size and just has bullied his whole life and then his wife does it, you have no sympathy for this man?
1: Okay, okay.
0: that's, that's I'm coming from the male... This is a modern man podcast, okay? I am oh trying to be... Have a little sympathy from the for male the
1: perspective okay <laughs> look 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 in a, in a vacuum maybe you'll find an ounce of sympathy i don't think so but maybe what what's not being said here is chief thurman shows up recognizes that his wife is dead in the basement and he did it and lester is about to kill him no he's not about lester, to kill thurman lester's not going to jail He's not going to kill Thurman. He pussies out quick. He gets on his knees. I don't, I don't think so. Little Lester's. I think, I, think he, I think he had a rage in his eyes. What? You not- and, if, and, and if Malvo wasn't there to, to kill Chief Thurman for him, he I, was going to do it himself. That
0: little man is not killing any man who can fight back. He just saw an opportunity to ding his wife and then thought he made the biggest mistake of his life when she was still alive. And then he's
1: like, oh, shit, no, she's actually dead. Yay. Like, <laughs> clearly, clearly not. He was very happy with what he did.
0: He wasn't happy with the consequence. That's, and usually, if you're saying someone committed first degree, they know the consequence they committed. He just knew the action. He didn't know the consequence of his action at the time.
1: Bro, we're, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> what he did was a terrible... Horrible thing. He did not accidentally kill his wife. He purposely killed his wife with intent, and then continued to drive a knife through her after she was dead. He lived out some fantasy he's had for a long, long time.
0: Because of the abuse, I will stand by that.
1: Right. Wow. And Next the- episode, we're gonna bring in a lawyer.
0: All right. And- I think I think that's it. Good good way to end it, you think so? I think so. Jeez. <laughs> All right. hope hopefully episode 3 we find out we he takes care of the man who has a hit on the supermarket king. Hopefully Molly dies, according to me. I think she's going to die.
1: Or I think by next episode we need to figure out what happens with to the loser of this bet. Cuz by episode 4, one of yeah, the officers dying. Yeah. Not not Molly, but the, the no. guy to lose. And and I need to know what's
0: gonna happen. Right. Or it could be the chief. What if the chief throws a wild card in there and the chief dies? That would definitely throw a little whoop, whoop.
1: I don't Malvo, know. if Malvo hears the chief talk, he's just gonna keep on. <laughs> he's like, keep going down his leads. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Him being alive helps everybody out. All the criminals. Everybody criminal, all parties. Him being in charge helps
0: you out. Which only means he's only gonna die even more. <laughs> it is
1: open game right now in small town Minnesota. Oh either way I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah me too.
0: Mm. Till next week Steven. Good talking to you. Alright flip. Bye, right. Bye. Bye. Bye.